When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on this week's episode, sorry to announce this, but this is our last live episode together. Does Meaning Kristen being in the room with me does not mean it's our last episode, but it was a very, very good one, which I was afraid of because it could have been really horrible. But we have a wonderful guy named Spencer on our show who is going to talk to us about conversation masturbation. So keep listening. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast. I'm Kristen Carney here with Marnie Kinris, owner of thewinggirlmethod.com. I'm sure you know us by now, but this is our last live show together. We're still going to be doing the show, yes. but in a different way. We're yes. going to be doing it over the computer from now on. But the, the sound quality. Interweb. The that's interweb. how we'll be doing yeah, it. Yeah, because I'll be in But then we can New have York, people but... from everywhere on, on our we show. Can. Right now, we've been limiting it to people from just us LA. Us. Or and they're horrible people. People like our guest today who's mm-hmm. in town from Chicago, Spence B, Spencer B. Spencey B. Spencer Burnett's just Spencer yeah. Burnett, dating coach for men, is here from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Thank you for flying in. Uh, yeah. That was very I, nice of you. We flew in specifically you, for this you podcast. Did not. I, I yeah. swear that he did. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Well, I would have put honored. on some more eye makeup or something. <laughs> if I your, knew. your nails do look good, so I think that's enough. Oh, thank you. That's enough of a show. I got them done for you. Oh, perfect. Just kidding. They're like two weeks old and chipping. Oh. Well, but. welcome. Before we get into the topic that I want to talk about today, I do want to talk about a hidden gem, which I don't know if it's so hidden. It may have just been hidden from me, but it's a great resource for me or a great place to meet women. So we went down to San Diego last weekend for my husband's birthday. He has this thing called a trifecta. It's him and two other friends have their birthday. They celebrate it every year. We go somewhere really fun. Anyway, this is year number 15 that we've been doing it. Holy moly. So this, uh, we were- Eventually you're going to end up in Viagra Square. I know, seriously. (laughs) So- we didn't. We went down with uh, four other couples and some mm-hmm. of our single friends, and we went out to this bar one night. And it was like a bar where you can do what is that called the the bean bags that you throw like what cornhole cornhole. Yeah, right. Okay, so but in, in the back there was a whole thing for li- a whole dance place for line dancing, okay. and apparently line dancing is huge for people mm-hmm. ages twenty to thirty. Did you know this? No, didn't it's know this. Not, but even but even older people do do it. It's like massive. I'm Every, sorry, hip people or people right. into country like music? Like the hottest girls ever in really? short shorts and cowboy boots. Okay, Having but it's that scene though. Dancing. It's like the country scene. It's not like hipsters are going out and no, doing No, it was hipsters. Dancing. Like they were mixing up Cardi B and line dancing. Oh. And then they would do like, I don't even know other musicians, but like great music and line dancing. Wow. It was mm. absolutely amazing. And apparently it's not just in San Diego. It's all over the United States. It's like a big thing. That yeah. Is there a name for it? It's called line dancing. <laughs> But like the cool line dancing, because I'm sure people could end up at a bar. No, it's not even like cool line dancing. It's not like it's like they're dancing a different way. It's actual line dancing routines that were super complicated to do. But people go every single week. And it was like gorgeous girls that were there to line dance. Everybody was helping each other out. I just stood and stared at people's feet because I thought it was fascinating. Mm -hmm. And then once the line dancing song was done, they would do this other thing, which I thought was really interesting. They do. (laughs) They just grind. So then it would be- Oh my God. That was not part of my high school line dancing class. Oh my God. All my husband's friends were like, holy shit, it's so easy (laughs) Well, my grandparents met at a square dance. And then they grinded. And then they (laughs) made six kids. And then your family was born. Mm -hmm. But it was funny because there were these guys who would, would just- just stand up and like sway themselves mm-hmm. and then these girls would just I swear to god it was all over the room would just bend over and grind Ew, this sounds awful <laughs> and then look so unhappy well yeah <laughs> and then they'd line dance oh, god. Well, it was really interesting and be, they'd have a huge smile on their face when they were line dancing so in line dancing there's someone who's calling out the moves right right so were they calling out the grinding moves no, they were. They weren't saying grind your partner round and round. Like they were just doing it, oh, okay. and it wasn't line dancing music that was on. It was like other music, okay. but there was just. Diff- I honestly, think you there found were thirty a- people that were doing fi- this. Where I was like, "This yeah. is cool." I think you found a cult. 
or something. Maybe. I have been watching Wild Wild. Have you seen that? No, but I've been told to watch it. Have you seen that? No, Whatever it's called, Wild Wild County or something no. about yeah. that cult. That, oh, it wasn't a cult because I, I, well, maybe I'll, I'm only on episode three, so maybe it actually turns into a cult, but it was this love commune group that bought up land in Oregon and then pushed all, you know, the other people away. Anyway, People, you should watch it, but this was not a cult. Uh. This was just people loving line dancing, being super positive, and they were open to other people engaging them right. when they line sound dancing, as annoying. Which I thought was though. really interesting yeah. because when they were, the girls were doing the line dancing, and like the single guys that were in our group, granted, they're very cute and very outgoing guys. But they would go up to these girls and right away they'd have something to start talking right. about and then they'd be touching each other because the girls would be helping them with the moves. Yeah. Anyway, I thought I thought it was a really great place for some guys to go to if yeah. that happens to be in their city. Yeah. Any time that you can go to like an event where they make it super easy for you to to have a conversation, but even more so super easy for, uh, grope people. for you to yeah, grope each other, get into each other's personal space. A lot of things that we have guys do is like taking dance classes, like learning how to take a girl on a dance floor and like, you know, move with her. So if you've got something like that, um, it's even better than a dance class because it's kind of social as well. You know what I mean? It's not just it's not just a class. It was like everyone's out there doing that thing and you get uh, not only permission, but encouraged to touch women and dance with them. Yeah. So So it's super easy. How do you or where do you advise guys to look for these dance classes? And are there certain kinds of dance classes that they should be taking? Yeah. So a couple, well, there's like three that we suggest. So one is like swing dancing because that, that's a little bit like swing dancing, more fun, more energetic, adorable. Yeah. Right. And there's no, there's no groping or like humping. Exactly. I mean, there hopefully will be at the end, but right. Yeah. In private. Right. Yeah. If if it escalates the right way, for sure. Uh, the next one is like salsa or bachata dancing, which is more like sensual. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, as it, again, as it escalates or things kind of slow down or take a different turn, you've got that. Uh, and then hip hop dancing. Like you've got to learn how to yes. be at a club or be at a festival or be at a concert and be able to like just groove in a type of way that a woman's like, okay, I see the way that you move. And not yeah. look like you, you have a mess, but to <laughs> right. look like you're actually dancing. Uh, 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 right. Well, so when exactly. I was out with my husband and his friends, like my husband is the worst dancer in the entire world. Like he was trying to do the grinding <laughs> thing to me and I'm like, I can't even follow it. It's not working. And you're He's too tall. feet taller than me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you're just... in the back of my neck. It's not, it's not working out very well. But... Um, our friend Mikey is a phenomenal dancer. And I was looking at him thinking, you would be so good in bed. And I can tell that you would know what to do. And I get why he's such a stud with women. And I asked him afterwards, like, how did you learn to dance? And he said, honestly, I grew up in New York and I just went to clubs and I would watch people Mm -hmm. and I would copy them and I would just groove with the music over and over again and finally my style came to be so i love what you're saying about going to a dance class because even though it's wonderful for meeting people and you know groping women um it's also it also serves a purpose in learning how to be comfortable in your own body so that it's not so stiff and you can move really fluidly i guess is the right yeah you don't want to end up as someone's snapchat story dancing (laughs) like that's the goal in life right just don't have someone secretly taping you right Yes. To show their friends. It, it really helps to, like like you said, carrying, like being comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. So even like when you walk into a room or as you're like walking through a bar or a party, having that confidence that just kind of like bouncing your step, that rhythm to your step, yeah. it, um, it translates in more than just, you know, dancing. Well, well this, what does it translate to? I mean, it translates to like confidence. Confidence, yeah. It's like the- Swagger. The, exactly. There's a vibe that around it. That is swagger. It. The, That's right. 100% what swagger is. The guy that I was obsessed with before my- boyfriend who I talked about constantly on the show was such a good dancer it was mm-hmm. insane and I just thought he so was so attractive he was so attractive and every he was doing everything just right and all of a sudden I saw him dance and I was like god damn it no <laughs> and he's a good dancer I know mother effer yeah because it, it is it's torture it, it it's was like, what the hell it was so attractive You're and not that you need a ballerina but a and you don't need a guy I mean, you don't always want a ballerina. no you don't right um I mean maybe you do unless uh Petrovsky, he's the guy from oh, Sex in the City. Yeah, he's sexy too. Oh, super sexy. But it, it, it just, when we were out in public and like a song came on, like Michael Jackson would come on or something, oh, like yeah. Billie Jean, and just like his body would just start, start. And yeah. there was something so 
engaging and it just like i just wanted to like float toward him with my body just yeah. going like Ooh. well i will say something about dancing so for for me when i was younger i was a dancer i was pr- i was pretty good at dancing but i i knew that there was a limit to how well i could dance and there were other girls that were at my dance school that were just like you could not take your eyes off them mm-hmm. and as i continued watching them i realized why you couldn't take your eyes off them it was it was because they just gave everything to those moves like when i would dance there would be something in me that would still stop myself Mm -hmm. to control my body and after i had a stroke when i was 20 and so for me i couldn't dance anymore at all like one side of my body was faster than my left side like is that still that's not still no it's not still like that but i like dance around circles it was horrible it was really really bad and I, i really shied away from dancing so one of the things that i set out to do was to get back into dancing and get more comfortable with my body again. And so I went to these dance classes and I promised myself that I would give everything to these dance classes. And being there and really throwing yourself into a move and not caring what people are thinking, it it makes a world of difference in the way that you move. And at, at certain times, like one of the exercises that's in my program, The Insider, it's called... I totally forget. Whatever. But it's dancing with yourself. It's like clearing out a space and just dancing like crazy on your own. Because if you're not comfortable doing it on your own, you're not going to be comfortable with other people. But it gives you a sense of power when you have that Mm -hmm. complete freedom. I never thought to ever plug this on the show. And it's only in in LA and New York. But my friend Sarah, who actually did our show years ago when we were at Sideshow. The Blonde. Yes. She has a a movement class called Moved LA. And I think she does it in New York as well. So it's moved New York and moved LA. So obviously it's not everywhere in the country, but it's an adult movement class. And it's just to get you moving, moving. She's a dancer. So she does like, she has a dance company. So she does this on the side, but they do the craziest things in there, but she brings blindfolds so that you don't have to feel self-conscious. She makes every, she gives people alcohol and you're just supposed to loosen yeah, up she drugs them it sounds yeah, yeah. so you can look it up i mean she has classes a lot in la if you're in the la area oh that sounds interesting so so are you saying that there are other classes around new york in okay it's moved her la moved new york they're hers yeah i mean that's awesome i will say one more thing before we get to our topic so the wild wild whatever it's called it's on yeah. netflix everybody's seen it it's popped up in their in their feed whatever it is but it, in in that this i don't want to call them a cult the commune they have this one exercise. It's a cult. Right. Any group that loves each other, creepy. <laughs> There's got to be a little True. hate. It's so not human. Little. So Anything not human. with too much love is a cult. But so what they do, it's like this meditation routine mm-hmm. where basically they go insane like animals and just ew, like let ew. It's exactly like this movement class. It's yeah, the exact but that, same thing. But this is trendy and cute. <laughs> right. And she brings alcohol. This was trendy at the time well, too. Yeah. And they... they well, they don't have alcohol, but they have like like. I saw the intro to sex. that show, like the first. Oh wait, yeah, that's creepy. Wait, they're having sex. Well, so th- at one point they showed a video oh, from of the 70s. that portion of it where right. they just are like animals and they just go crazy and let out every inhibition they've ever okay. had, like, j- and everybody's accepting of it because like you're allowed to go crazy. So they do that and then they jump up a town, up and down, and go like just go crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. And then there's something else that they do, and then they just sit in silence afterwards. So it's like this release. And, I mean, it's it does sounds like her class. The same thing. It is, yeah. Although you sounds know, like it's, Burning Man to me. Yes, yeah, right. but it's, right. it sounds really nice to be able to just like let it all out. Yeah, yeah. I know that in this movie and probably in life, some people may be thinking like that's absolutely insane or that's not human or whatever it is that it's like Satan's work. I don't even know. <laughs> but really having that type of freedom and release, yeah. that's what we talk about when we talk about confidence and we yeah. talk about valuing yourself and talking about going after what you want. That's what you have to have the ability to do. So a great exercise for anybody who's listening is either go dance by yourself, go take a dancing class mm-hmm. or you know, go scream at the subway occasionally, yeah. and then be okay afterwards. When my roommates leave every now and then, I just start dancing in my room. I mean, no, it's you don't. Me. Yes, I do. I grew up as a dancer. And so I have that in me where every now and then I just need to do it. And yeah. we have this backspace where I've been going uh, and putting my headphones in. I did not in. know that about you. Yeah, what? Did not know that. Well, but, I knew you were a dancer. Right. I didn't know that you just like freely. Oh, occasionally, yes. How are you depressed still? <laughs> That's the thing. I'm so dancing is not working for you. Right. No, it's like trying to kill a monster with a fork. So yeah. you would be like way worse if you weren't doing this. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not doing it every week. I do it like once every couple months. All of a sudden, I'm like, I get the. I would totally do that with you. Well, I love it. Well, I don't want you to do it with me. Oh, okay. It's embarrassing. <laughs> 
It's not embarrassing. It's super just... fun. Anyway, I know we've talked a lot about dancing <laughs> Thank and you. movement. Those, those are dancers' legs for sure. Yeah. You are I a mean, dancer. I mean, I'm still, and I'm 35 and I barely dance. I still got, I still got yeah. the... No, I swear. I used to be able to do the split, everything. You... That's it. Really? Yeah, it's all it's all my workout classes. Now I'm this taking whole, the wrong class. The whole podcast I'm just gonna like do. Yeah. I know then you have to stay in that position the rest of the time. <laughs> final show, final live show. <laughs> all right. The topic that I wanted to discuss, actually, how many minutes are we into this? Fifteen. Okay, oh, perfect. The topic that I wanted to discuss, that I want Spencer to discuss, is about pursuing versus desperation. And we've talked about this before, but I think that it needs to be re-explained. What, what is the But difference? that's also something that can apply everywhere, like in but, your career. Oh, for 100%. sure. Pursuing your career for versus sure. being desperate in your career. 100%. Yeah. So, so what's, let's what's talk difference? about it. So what's the difference? Well, the, the difference between pursuing and desperation. Mm-hmm. All right. So, well, both of them are you know, gravita- gravitating towards the thing that you want, right? Where it starts to become desperation is when you have like that need for it to happen right now. So you see this a lot with guys when they're, you know, they get a girl's phone number, right? And then they, they text them and maybe she doesn't text back. You know, then they give her another text and then it's like, you bitch. And then they, you know, kind of go off of that. That's desperation. You want to be um, not aggressive, but assertive with infinite patience. So mm, I'm going to keep okay, on, like I'm, I'm going to keep on giving you attention and whether you respond or not is not, is like really none of my, like, it's not going to deter me, but I'm going to continue to pursue you respectfully and I'm not going to let the amount of time that it takes to get your attention affect me. And that's kind of where I find like that perfect balance is, okay. is like assertiveness with infinite patience. I like that. Yeah. So then what, at what point do you cut it off? Do you cut off pursuing? Like when is it just a sign? Because then not- once you have a lot of patience, it might become friend zony. You're uh, like, I'm giving her all this still and I'm still here and I'm still being nice. So, well, I'm saying not necessarily just being nice. You can be assertive and let her know that you have romantic intentions. You know what I mean? Continue to ask her out, give her compliments. Hey, I saw your Instagram story, you know, and send her a text message about her or or something. Um, Like, when do you cut it off? I actually tell guys, like, it's only over when she kind of tells you to fuck off. And she's like... Even if she's subtly telling you to fuck off? uh, And you've got to pick up on those hints. Right. You know what I mean? If she's just like blatantly ignoring you, then you give it space. But here's the thing. Like, there have been women that I've pursued and then like seven years later... Seven uh, years later? Seven years later. She's like, oh, I just saw this text. But her her boobs are sagging by then. Is that... Well, I mean, she was rather young when I was pursuing her to (laughs) start. So Now she's she's seeing what you're doing. Now she's 17. Right. (laughs) Brutal. Yeah. Um, But... uh, uh, but it's like it's kind of having that patience where the door is always open until she absolutely tells you that it's closed. So and at the same time, you're focusing on other things. Absolutely, but. for sure. So it's like a lot of guys, if they if the, they're not getting the kind of attention that they want in the time that they want, they just like oh she doesn't like me, forget this, and they burn the bridge. And so then they have to go build you know more relationships. And you know I talk to guys that are you know in their mid thirties. And it's like they don't really have like a, a, a bunch of, you know, women that they can reach out to because they burnt those bridges because they didn't have the patience. So And you mean burn the bridge by lose your patience in terms of saying not nice things? You're, you whore, right. you gave right. me your number. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now why would you why responding. would you give me your number well, if you honestly, didn't want to go out with me? And I have all that. these few guys on Instagram who still when I was on Bumble, I met them on Bumble and for whatever reason, like we had never gone out, yeah. but they've never met me. So they see my image on Instagram, which is much different than in real <laughs> right. life. Right. Uh, but they, well, if they saw this image of you with your leg in the air, yeah. I mean, I mean, More this should be, be on Instagram. That, that should for be on sure. Instagram. Um, they consistently every now and then send me a message. And even I've said, uh, I have a boyfriend, you know, yeah. they, like basically I'm saying, leave me alone, but they're like, all right, cool. And then they'll respond to one of my stories a month later and be like, Ha ha ha, so funny, or you're so funny. So it's not like they're pursuing me necessarily, but they keep a dialogue going with right. me. Right. They are pursuing you. Right. right. And so they've <laughs> the probably. seven year long play. Like, right. Yeah. So they're being very patient. Right. And the thing is, is like, you need to pursue her to the level of which she's um, open to it and then put your toes up to that line. So, like, saying, you know, saying something, ha ha, that's funny to one of your stories. 
uh, you know, he's making sure that he's still in your, you know, in your consciousness, but he's not saying, oh my gosh, you look so beautiful in that dress. Or how did you put your leg over your head that, that way <laughs> when you post that picture? Right. Um, and, that would be creepy. <laughs> and so, and, and so that's where the line is. You said you had a boyfriend, so be nice, but like hold back on being sexual. Okay. You know? So what about when guys hear about guys constantly pursuing a woman and then they finally got her? What what does that is that basically what you're saying is just like going slow with everything and not you know dumping all your emotions onto a woman yeah. having a life outside of that interaction right but just waiting for a chance for it to ask like how does it go from monthly check ins to okay now now she's open to it like how do you how do you make that shift okay yeah so that's that's a subtle one so like let's talk about flirting with a girl on on Instagram right maybe you met her out and uh, you know you danced a little bit or you talked a little bit you got her Instagram and now you haven't gone on a date with her right. Um, you know, kind of usually start off by just being in her consciousness, you know, comment on a picture, like it a couple times. And then after that is like, uh, I call this like being sexual in front of her, but not to her. Oh, without, I like that. Without your dick out. Yeah, ex- exactly. So, or with your dick out, but not in front of her. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. So being sexual, um, like not to her, but not at her. How? You know how? What I like mean? on your own Instagram page? Uh, well, sure. What if, what if she's it, not looking at it? You could do it passively like that. Um, you know, you can do uh, like kind of sexual misunderstanding jokes. Like that's what she said is a sexual misunderstanding joke. You know what I mean? And just kind of see how receptive she is to that. Mm-hmm. And then you can go into complimenting her and see like, did she read it or not? Did she get back to you? Did she just give you a heart? Did she, you know, re- you know, respond? And then, um, and then you can kind of go into like, uh, you know, one girl went to Miami and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I love Miami. Next time I'm gonna have to meet you up there. And so like, I didn't really ask her on a date. I just kind of like said, hey, this would be cool and see, you know, how she responds yeah, you to that. put the idea out there. It, exactly. If she doesn't, if she doesn't like shut you down, then, you know, then uh, go care, you know, move forward carefully, right? You don't want to be aggressive. There's a fine line between aggressive and assertive, you know? Uh, and so you just kind of keep on escalating it to that way to the point where you ask her out on a date. And you want to ask her out on a date in a way that's like even a little bit more passive. Hey, I've got something cool this weekend. It would be really you know fun if you wanted to join. I'm going on a boat this weekend. You know, would you like to come? You know, be my date. Um, I'm going to a concert. Whatever. Like, uh, but don't like say, hey, we should grab coffee sometime. That sounds like a request for an interview, as opposed to like, hey, I'm already doing this thing because I do cool shit because I'm a cool guy. Um, you don't say that. It's just apparent based on what you're doing. You know, I'm going line dancing. Uh, I'm telling you. Because I'm a cool guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah cause, telling yeah, you. Because I'm a cool guy. Making fun of it, but. Right. You're going to get grinding at the end of the night. Yeah. Guaranteed. I, guaranteed. I think so. Well, all right. We've got to find out where. Uh, if you two steps. Where, they call this the Me Too step. <laughs> <Right>. The Me Too step. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Can I just make one comment? Somebody wrote in to me saying, like, oh, I, you know, I started listening to your podcast. Now I binge listen to it. I really like you, but Kristen is the creme de la creme. <laughs> creme de la creme? And I thought ma- they were going to say, like, crap de la crap. Makes the show. And I was like, thanks. Really? Yeah. Aww, tell them thank you. I thought I was going to get insulted. I say fuck you. Kristen I was going to say, you. it's like, you're, you're great, but you know who's really great. Yeah, I oh, like, I love that. that. But oh my God, just as a little note to guys, it made me work really hard at giving a good answer to him to make him like me. Yeah. Well, it surprises me, though, because when people seem to really like you, they don't like me because they're just here for the advice. The uh, guys that really like Marnie. No, but you've been stepping up with your advice lately. I have no be, choice. Sometimes better advice than me. I've think. learned. Yeah. I've loved, lived, learned. Now you're out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I leave. Now you leave. <laughs> a bunch of L's. Exactly. Anyway. Sorry to interrupt you. But yes, I, 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 agree, I agree with everything that you're saying. I think the difference is in how you view yourself, yourself during that interaction. Like mm-hmm. you can still play around with somebody. You can still pursue them as long as you're not like so hyper-focused on it right. and it means everything to you for them to give a response back to you. Right. And and I, I, for, from what I'm hearing she has to be giving you a little bit back in order to keep pursuing because there's certain yeah. people where you're like this is not going to go anywhere and then I'm going to get like a, a harassment charge if I continue down this path. Right. Yeah. You have to be and getting your time. Right. You got to be getting something back and if you're not getting something back then 
when you get back to her again, it's got to be a light touch. You're just looking for her to pass the ball back, you yeah. know? And so uh, what a lot of guys are looking for is for her to flirt with you, like, overtly back, which, like, that's not a woman's job. You know what I mean? She's qualifying you to see if you can handle, like, her emotional hurricanes, whatever that is, a positive one, you know, a, you know, that's why girls kind of give you shit to see, like, you know, can you, like, what type like, of guy are you? Yeah, exactly. Are you going to be able to handle me? And so, like... There comes like that next part where, okay, she's getting back to you, but she's kind of giving you shit now. You know what I mean? And she, and there's it's like, a great sign. There's oh, certain, yeah. yeah, there's certain times that where I'm looking at a guy's text and he's like, yeah, she's not into me. It's like, oh You're no. Like, she's like, she's begging you. She's yeah. begging you, like, come at me, come at me, but like, do it tastefully because women don't want to be controlled, but they do, they love being managed the right way. And I kind of compare it to like, you know, you're trying to like figure out, are you single? Will you go on a date with me? Do you find me attractive? That's like a lot of like control that a guy wants to have. And women don't want to be controlled. Like they're like wild stallions. You can't just put a leash on a, on a wild horse and expect it to, you know, behave and go where you want it to do. But what you could do is you could build a fence a mile this way. A mile we just that fence way, us in. A mile that's, that what, way. that's what you should and do. And so it's like it's the freedom, it's the feeling of freedom. It's an illusion. While of freedom. but while still being like in your care. You know what I mean? And still kind of being in your universe. Yeah. Welcome and, to the handmaid's tale. Right. What's that? <laughs> oh, basically when women are totally objectified and <laughs> put in anyway, it was a joke. Praise be. Right. Right. Praise be, exactly. No, but I, I hear I can yeah. I, I do completely agree with you. Right. So, 100%. Yeah, so they so it's like um women want to be able to be free to behave however they want and yeah. be like accepted and loved and and like uh and again, everyone likes being tastefully put in their place, even men. You know what I mean? But it's kind of like creating this space for that dance mm-hmm. and like when she's giving you shit, like how do you take whatever she gives you? If it's a one-word answer, if it's like she's kind of giving you shit or it's something flirty, how do you take that and play with it? And then hand it back to her. And then whatever she gives you back, you take it, you play with it, you hand it back to her. And you start kind of like getting to experience what it's like to to be with you, to be in conversation with you, to be on a date with you. And all that could be communicated like through this like assertive approach, you know, without being. Well, let me ask you one question, then we're gonna go to a a quick break. How if if that's not naturally in you to like take somebody's information and make it fun or add like a spin to it, how do you learn how to do that? So we do a lot of different exercises in our Omega Man program uh, where we actually bring a woman in and teach them these, uh, these exercises and then they, they play with it. One of them is uh, we, we play a game called Just Kidding. So it's, uh, you know, the basic questions where you're talking to a, a girl like, hey, where are you from? You've been here before. What do you do for a living? You got any brothers and sisters? Um, so a lot of you know, coaches teach guys to avoid those questions. Those questions are going to come up. It's just like, how do you take that and have fun with it? Right. right. How do you make so, your own? Right. So like when she says, when she says to you, like, um, you know, what do you, uh, what do you do for a living? A lot of guys are like, oh, I'm, I'm an accountant for, you know, this law firm and yada, yada, yada. Boring. Um, but instead, you know, you, you said, what do you do for a living? It's like, well, um, I sell children's shoes. Kind of got a thing for feet. I like kids, you know, and I'm just kidding. I'm an accountant. So like now that I said I was an accountant, you both were bored. When I said that little kind of joke, you laughed a little bit. And then, and then I told you I was an accountant. Well, cause my dream guy's a pedophile. So oh. it's perfect. <laughs> my goodness. Mm-hmm. I definitely I'm know your type Spark then. something in Kristen. <laughs> yeah, I'm seriously, your eyes, leg your goes eyes back lit up. up. <laughs> Eyes light up, leg goes up. and I don't know if I'd go in that direction, but I see what you're saying. Like, I stare sure. clear from children's feet. <laughs> sure. But, <laughs> but I, we see what you're trying to do. It, but, but, Which but, is be, be playful. Give a fun answer. Yes, don't say I'm an accountant. Right. Well, I mean, I, actually, so I'm going to interrupt you for one second. So I was doing this podcast interview the other day, and this uh, guy, I forget exactly what the phrase was, but it was such an easy way to remember it. And uh, now I'm going to make it a much longer experience for all of you but basically he was saying that when you're interacting with a woman you always want to agree and then exaggerate but there was two mm. a's I don't know. Mm. it was like really good i don't always want you to agree well not ag- but like not always saying like yes i agree with you you're right but just it's but a yes it's and like situation but it's like yes mm-hmm. and taking it up to that next level yeah. it's like oh my god me me too and then going to some extreme level building even if it's something negative right. it's like if some woman says to you oh my god you're short yes i'm short i'm like this short. like but it's just like it's exactly what you're saying of making it your own so that it's not affecting you right in some way yeah so um uh i think you did a uh video on conversation threading yeah so we do we do a whole like 
like program on that. It's super like nuanced version of that, of taking um, like chunks of, you know, the sentence that she said and, uh, and learning how to like elaborate on that in a way that is, it's either playful or it's dismissive, or you can do a, a yes and, which is like, you agree with her and then you exaggerate it, or you can, you can be like, oh man, uh, that is not, you know, if, if you're not into shortcuts and this probably isn't going to work. And so it's a disqualifier and then come back and saying, one thing I love about being short and uh, I know at least for me, I as mean, I can reach I'm, the children's shoes very easily, oh, <laughs> tickle their feet. <laughs> you see, the children's sho- shoes thing did work out. We're talking about it now. Well, right. You know see, I mean, those things True. do happen. Yeah. And so, and you can go back on that thread. And so, here's the thing: the children's shoes thing kind of crept you out, but now we've built a rapport around that because we kind of called that up, and now right. we're joking about it. And so, this is what I'm talking about: you can turn anything into something, into something playful. Fun. But yeah. I'm going to give yeah. Marnie and I a lot of credit right now. We're very good with banter, yeah. so you might encounter people who can't handle that and throw that back into the mix. Like I just did a callback with you sure. on that. So what do you do with people who aren't so skilled like Marnie and I? Right, not as talented. In, in fun conversation. Yeah, not as talented and yeah. wonderful and, and beautiful. Right. Yeah, it makes it very flexible. Flexible. So that's actually a great question. So one of the things that we practice um, in our conversation thread cards is having a conversation with yourself. It's kind of like going on that Vince Vaughn rant. You know what I mean? So if you can have a conversation, and I'm talking to you about what you do or talking to you about what you do. And uh, and you can continue that conversation by kind of asking questions out loud and answering them yourself and, pl- and playing with it. Like I love you, this. You almost don't even need that other person to be there. So we go through exercises where we teach guys to talk for a minute, two minutes, or three minutes. Conversation, uh, masturbation. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I don't know I said it. Yeah, uh, yeah you okay. should stop. Call okay. it bad. All right. Uh, I'll take royalties. That's your program. Okay. I was going to say. Uh, oh, yeah. Seriously. Uh, okay. 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 Conversation Don't masturbation. Take it. Don't Sam, take it. I'm, I'm, it's copyrighted. It's copyrighted. It's There's ours. proof on this show. It's ours. <laughs> it's, ours. <laughs> it's ours. It's ours. It's now the Wayne Girl Method. Don't touch it. So. Uh, so we do we do exercises like that. Um, so it's like even if she's saying nothing or one word answers, you're still having a conversation that's interesting and that she's interested in as well. So think about it. Like as a man, a lot of the reasons that we don't approach is not because necessarily the fear of the approach. It's like, what do I say in what the middle? And so if you know how to have an interesting conversation while she says nothing, you're invincible. It does, you it really are. Yeah. It, and so it's like, then when you meet, you know, beautiful, flexible, charming women <laughs> in their closet, in, in, in their closet, so true. <laughs> it, it makes it that much easier. Okay. So you always plan for like the worst. And the worst is not the rejection. Rejection is easy because that's fun. You got something to play with. What's worse is being ignored. That's the hardest thing. Oh my God. That's the worst. I actually was talking about that recently. The, I, it doesn't really relate to dating, but when you <laughs> ignore someone, how. Powerful that is, it is so worse oh, yeah. than insulting them and yeah. telling them to f off. Absolutely, that's the power play, acting like they don't exist. Right, and and, and if you can if you can handle that as a man, you, oh, you're you like, invincible. You no longer yeah. fear anything because it's like you're either going to get the cold shoulder, she's going to give you shit, or she's going to be receptive. Mm-hmm. If you have a plan for all of that, and not only a plan but you have the experience in doing it, then you go out not just applying some type of like method you heard on the internet. You're actually applying something that you've practiced and mastered. And that's what, what we do in our classes. I think it's amazing. So I'm sorry, with the conversation to yourself, what are they given in terms of... So if they were to do it with in your program or something, yeah. you say, create a conversation on your own. Do you give them anything to send them anywhere because they could sit there and just go well what do i say yeah i'm but here. that's even something to start a conversation with okay what do i say well i'm here well i can look around in the room around me and blow up and they sure so you literally are just talking to yourself about anything no so we we use a random noun generator oh and we and we literally like a random noun you just have to be able to talk about it for a minute i love that and it's okay. it, and i, I compare it to like freestyle rap what freestyle rappers are really great at is they're great at talking and thinking about what they want to say next at the same time. Yeah. And so if you can talk and think at the same time, and we do this all the time with our friends, our family, people that like us, it's very natural. And so if you can do that in a high stress situation where yeah, you're worried about, you know, you're worried about judgment, then again, you create this like invincibility where it's like, no matter what we're talking about, no matter if I know about the subject matter or whatever, I know that I can continue to rant, ask intelligent questions, make, you know, fun, you know, funny jokes to keep that conversation moving. I love that. Okay, if anybody wants to check out this program, because you said that there's a, a free first call. Yeah. Right? It's right. Like two hours. Wow. No, we what? Do, so we do a free training. Okay? It's like eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's 15 hours long. 
Uh, I know John Asraf does a thing like that. Where he does a brainathon, and it's like ten hours long. Anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's our uh, we do a live training on Thursdays. Okay, like every other Thursday, and it's a two hour class where we teach guys how to have conversation and start a conversation. I also give them like five steps to getting a girl's phone number. Um, and 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 know when to transition into those phases, right? Um, this is, is free. This is free. Yeah, I am. If anybody who's listening to this wants to go and sign up, go to winggirlmethod.com slash omega. Yeah. That work? Okay, good. So winggirlmethod.com slash omega. And we will be back right after this. Awesome. So women, uh, unfortunately, like hair. We can do without hair. But if you're given the option hair, no hair, we're always going to go hair. My mom talks about how when she fell in love with my dad, he had this beautiful, luscious head of hair. And now it's gone. It's all gone. Because he didn't have access to awesome things like you guys do, like hymns. You have heard us talk about it before. They're back and with us a lot because so many people that listen to the show keep going to them. So I think you should join that train because 66% of men lose their hair by 35. And once you notice it's thinning, kind of too late not really too late it's just it's easier to save the hair you have than it is to regrow hair that you've lost so if you're seeing some beginning signs or even legit signs go to forhims.com slash wants because they're offering you guys five dollars today right now while supplies last to get everything that you need to save your hair no more awkward in-person doctor visits. You can hide behind your screen and hide your balding patch. No one will see it. And then it'll come to your door and you'll be cured. So do it. Go to forhims.com slash wants. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wants. That's forhims.com slash wants. Hey, it's Kristen again. And one quick thing before we get back to the show If you're not getting any success with your online dating profile, I might be able to help you. I also might be able to help you if you're not getting any responses to your messages because I can help you with banter. So if you want my services, I'm here. I'm here for you guys. Go to kristencarney.com slash dating help and I will make over your profile. I will teach you how to banter. So many wonderful things. Me and you dancing off into the sunset with hopefully a third. And that third is your date. So I will see you at kristencarney.com slash dating help. All right, we are back. And I uh, want to get to emails from our listeners, but not before that. This is part of it. So there is this one client that I'm working with right now. And uh, we're trying to come up with some better ways to express something. Uh, and I'll give more context in a second. But I, I had said, you know what? I think Kristen would have some really good, funny lines. And, you know, possibly Spencer does too. I'm guessing you mm-hmm. do. Um, so let me give you some background. So this is from Farhan. And he is in a community where he is constantly being set up for potential arranged marriages. Okay. He also dates regularly, I guess. Um, But this is something that's kind of being forced on him. He's kind of half into it, half not into it. Uh, And his typical way of a first connection with a woman or first reaching out is basically to say, like, this sucks and this is not good but hey how are you and so because of the arranged situation because of the arranged okay. situation like right. basically i told him yesterday every single one of his first messages like the biggest debbie down or like wah, wah. so is he getting this contact information from his parents from his parents oh my god yeah it's, it's horrible but oh I, god, on the so other weird. side the, yeah. the girls also you know prepped for this knowing yeah. that something but she also doesn't want to be doing it so it's basically like fighting the negatives it's just yeah. a horrible situation for everybody does he live in the united states he does live in the united states okay wow um and so i he sent me some of his text messages and we had some great examples yesterday and then i gave him the assignment to come up like with his friend just banter freely and come up with like 10 to 20 opening messages that kind of what we were saying before, like agree and exaggerate. But, you know, if you if you think this really sucks, like make the sucking really interesting. If you think this is really awesome, like make it the awesome part really interesting and mm-hmm. expand that instead of just saying, heighten sucks. Yeah, heighten it, exactly. So let me just read you what he wrote. Hello, is this Maha? Yes, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Farhan. My mom gave me your number. Our parents have been talking to each other. Does that 
sound familiar to you or no? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Do you want to talk like this or do you want me to call you? What a I'm a little busy right now. I'm at work. Okay, that's fine. I'm getting ready to go to a friend's. Good morning. Hey, are you at work right now? No. Okay, just asking. You have anything special planned for Mother's Day? Anyway, this is the whole. Wow. Okay, this yeah. is like the most. I honestly fell asleep when I was it, reading this. It sounds like an automated system. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and it really is. And there's spelling it, errors it really in it is. too. So it's oh. like, yeah, it's like definitely a like shitty a, uh, uh, automated <laughs> <Yeah>. system. <laughs> okay, so tell me what we can do to improve this. Like, what would be the way to start a conversation with a girl who he's potentially going to marry? <laughs> he could kind of joke about how, hey, so my mom picked out my socks and my underwear for me today. <laughs> how about you? you know, and she picked you out, you know, <laughs> and my underwear have, you know, little cartoons on them. Hopefully you're a little bit more sophisticated than her taste in yeah, underwear. Oh, cool. I like this. Yeah. Okay, good. Let's cool. hear let's hear one of yours. Uh one of the first things I would say is like before we get this started, what side of the bed do you sleep on? Yeah. And start and start <laughs> but that's like, cute too. Building context. Like, you know, I, I tell guys all the time, like there's there's three things you could talk about. You could talk about me, I could talk about you. Or I could talk about us, us. Mm -hmm. and so the us builds so much more rapport. Oh my god! And yeah. if you take a look at what he of what he's doing, he's like talking about himself, mm -hmm. and then talking about her, talking about, and it feels very separate. That's what makes it feel like mm -hmm. an automated system. Mm -hmm. When there's an us kind of element involved, now you're starting to imagine what it's like to be together before you even start kind of getting to know each other. So yeah. I think that's important. well. What are some other lines that would be like an us or a we statement? Um. Uh, yeah, I would act, I would actually start it off as before we get started on this, you know, because you know what this is, right? Like we're, right. We're this talk. isn't like a oh hey, uh, are we? You know, maybe we'll be math. We'll we'll be business partners someday. It's right. clear, it's like yeah. it's toward you're going to be my forever partner, right? Uh, exactly. Potentially. This isn't a, this isn't a uh, you're messaging a girl on Match. dot com type thing. I guess it could work there, you know, or a Tinder match. But like, we, but we know what this is given. about, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like. Um, you know, before we get this started, and you could do any, you know, anything like uh, you go a little bit more serious, like how many kids do you want? So that's a little bit more like introspective and, and like interesting. Um, you know, are there any foods that you're allergic to? You know, something like yeah. that. Just again, like ask. So that I can poison you and kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so that's if it this. doesn't work out. Yeah. Right. You might have to test her sense of humor before. Before that, <laughs> but I would. But at the same time, if that's your sense of humor, uh, like right, that's that's sure. how you're testing it. This is a good arranged marriage. Well, and the, the banter thing that I wrote for Marnie, I said I don't really want you to get permission from her for your sense of humor, right? Because it's the same with dance. There's mm -hmm. a confidence when you just go there with your jokes and your style. You're not going. Uh, is this okay? Do you like this? Right. Mm -hmm. It's just this is who I am. Here I am, and you like it or you don't. Yeah. It, yeah you know when uh, I say the same thing about being sexual as well. So like with humor and sexuality, um, of course with sexuality, be tasteful. Don't be like you know. Don't be groping women. But like. Do what you think is funny and sexy, and if she doesn't, then there is your measure of whether this is going to work or not. Mm -hmm. So if that's your sense of humor, then yeah, then absolutely say that. If she's put off by that, then uh, then you know, as opposed to being like, well, I have a sense of humor, and like kind of like listing the things that you, you know, yeah. your attributes, you yeah. know, like an ingredients list on a cereal box. Yeah. yeah, and I think maybe adding like an element of surprise where if you are doing something a little more straightforward and then you do the question of what side of the bed do you sleep on, mm -hmm. you've been kind of straightforward that you could throw in a joke there. So if it's through text, you say, what side of the bed do you sleep on? And then the next text you send immediately says, because I, I sleep, I take up the whole bed. Right, or something yeah, like, right. or like a show an image of some guy like on an angle, like, right? Because I like to sleep diagonally yeah. across, just right. with my legs spread. <laughs> so it's not like a that's not like a crazy bad sense of humor. That's just interjecting a little silliness without having yeah. to be a funny person or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, what if you're not silly? I mean, there's a lot of women who aren't silly either, so they would appreciate that. Like, oh, all these jokesters bantering. Well, all the time. I don't think there's anyone in the world that doesn't appreciate a little fun right. and a little right. a little laugh. So the most serious woman in the world would go, huh, and snicker a little bit and be like, "That's funny. I actually I take up the whole left side of the bed. Yeah. Done. You know." So it's not being goofy to the point where it's 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 too much childish, right? Yeah. What do you do for guys who aren't funny and who don't want to be? 
Do you ever work with people like that? Uh, yeah. I mean, you if a guy's not funny, you've got to find out what makes him interesting. You know what I mean? Interesting is kind of more uh, of a, a vague term where people are intrigued by you. Mm -hmm. And so you can use humor. You know, you could use depth. You can use, you know, intelligence. You can use spirituality. You could use um, passion, like something that you're that you're really passionate about. So it's like, how do you have a how do you have a conversation that uh, that demonstrates these type of attributes so you can find someone that like that appreciates it? But you don't how, always have to be funny. Hundred percent, you don't have to. So how how do you use those other things and still be inclusive so that it triggers attraction and include the woman because there's a lot of guys that I work with who are super intelligent they could talk to you about like you know physics and chemistry for hours on end and they find it absolutely fascinating and they wish they could find somebody that also found it fascinating but how how do they talk about the things that they love they're passionate about and they're super intelligent and still include other people in that conversation uh so that kind of comes a little bit later what I would suggest they do first is start probing about what they enjoy and bring your take on it. So if you're talking about like, you know, what, what you enjoy, like, you know, line dancing, then I'll say something intelligent around, uh, around interacting with whatever. Did you know that line dancing was invented? In yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah some, but it's adding like your own twist to it. Yeah. Uh, same thing with, with like, um, you know, with, with passion. Like if I could have one superpower, some people would like stop time or some would fly. Mine would be break dancing. Like I would be just like an amazing break dancer. That's not a so, superpower. Oh, it is if you're that good. But you can just take a lesson. No, I'm not that good. I'm not flexible. I'm I not, saw a class like once. That. I was standing outside of the window watching a Break dancers. Break dancers. Mm -hmm. Oh my it god! It kind of is like you're a superhero. It's you kind crazy. of fly a little bit. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's incredible. And I figured it would take more work for me to actually get there than just to make that my one superpower if I got one wish. But but anyways, I could I could talk about that when it comes when it comes to line dancing. Or you can be funny in the way that you respond to the to the line dancing thing. Or um you know or you can uh you know if you're a social person you could talk about oh wow that's really fun. I went to another uh I went to another event. And it was, you know, it was fun this way. So it's like have your making association. Yeah, having your character come out and talking about the things that are relevant to her. And then you can kind of see like where where she connects with it. If you're talking kind of more spiritual and that kind of lights her up, then you know you can go more down that rabbit hole. If you're talking more like intellectual, you know. So one part is just demonstration, the next part's listening. And then, you know, when you get your turn, when she, you know, ultimately asks you a question, which it usually happens, um, then you can kind of like, you can shine the way that you do, you know? Yeah. And how do you make sure that you're not going on too long? Like, how do you make sure that you don't get lost in your own rabbit hole? Uh, that, that's also a very good question. So it's, uh, so like when you're listening to someone and they're kind of talking too much, um, you know, we teach something called active listening. So no matter, like if you're talking for 20 minutes about one thing, I'm just kind of like nodding and I'll ask like a really quick closed ended, uh, question, like a yes or no to kind of guide the conversation a little bit better. It breaks up the monotony. It seems like you're more involved in the conversation. And on the other hand, when you are the one doing all of the talking, you can ask you can ask a question, just kind of like verifying that they're you know you know listening. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I just did it. I know. That was but you can example. also watch their body language because I think I know for me, I hit a point yeah. where I kind of start going. Ah. Right. So if maybe she just uh, looks a little less smiley than she was at the beginning, just right. kind of go, oh, okay. Or she's getting faint or something. Like, oh, God, <laughs> Try I'm to transition. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So Time to stop talking about me. So if like let's say you're you're into technology, right? You're talking to a girl about writing HTML. I'm very into technology. Oh, clearly, <laughs> both of us. HTML codes and you know PHP, like whatever. So um, and she's asking you what you do, and you're like really getting into this, and it's like, well, I write um, you know, I write websites from HTML code. Do you know what HTML code is? No. Well, basically, what it is, it's like there's ones and zeros that control the whole internet, and basically these are like expressions of it. So like when you see a page, you know, like when you're on Facebook, you see like the pictures and stuff like that. They call that. this mansplaining nowadays. Yeah. Well, there's 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 code that does that. So it's a, a whole new language. So I essentially speak two languages. Well, so let me ask you a question though about that because that is a thing now everyone like tweets. And I, maybe it was big like two years ago, but the mansplaining thing, mm -hmm. which is men explaining things to women, like the that HTML stuff. I, I know that, the ones and zeros. Um, how do you explain that to a woman without sounding like you're talking down to her? Like, so the internet, 
it's a thing that people use. Right. And then there's these you know, zeros and on ones. Facebook. And well, she's like, oh, I've never seen, oh, the internet. Right. Sure. Like, you know, how do you keep it at a level where it's not splainy like that? So um, it's a great que- uh, question as well. So if we were having that conversation, you notice the first thing I asked you was, do you know what HTML code is? If you do know what HTML code is, I was like, oh, great. Now I can speak to it at a higher level. You know what I mean? Whereas a lot of guys will explain without listening. And that's the important part. As someone part. who does know what HTML code, I think I would be insulted by that question. Me too. About, do you know what HTML code yeah. is? Oh, oh really? we're super sensitive women. Yeah. So oh, I'd really? be like, yes, I fucking do. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's honestly, that's kind that of what I'm first, trying to get That was to. the first thought that I had in my head. Have, so if, if there was a way to tweak that just for, I mean, we're super intelligent and flexible women in yeah. this room. So um, <laughs> maybe the others are not like this out there, but I would say that when asking a question like that, even if it's something that you don't think a lot of people know, you would still preface it with saying, I do HTML. And just be like, okay, I'm going to sound stupid for saying this, but like, not do you, not do no, you know, I, I think, but it's like interrupting it saying like, like, oh, you probably know what I'm talking about. You probably about. know and what I'm talking about. She and doesn't. She says, no. And then she says, no, I don't know. Then, then you can explain yeah, it. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. I, I feel like that would like, assuming that she knows might put her in a position like, shit, should I, should I know this? So, well, here's mm, the thing. So if, I don't if know, I maybe because I know you, what HTML is. Well, so, I went to school for uh, the creative side of advertising. And the one thing we were taught constantly was speak to the audience as if they're smart. And then go down from there. So you kind of start there. And then, because you don't want to, I think you want to avoid the the insulting before you start low and work up. That's just from a female's perspective. And because we're in this kind of touchy culture right now, and there's a lot of girls that are looking for these moments that are like, he's mansplaining to me. I know really? what this is. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a, yeah. It's, it's very prevalent right now. So just for guys listening. How, you did, know, how did you phrase it? I liked how you phrased it. I'm sure, I'm sure you know what this is. Oh, the HTML stuff? Yeah. Oh, you probably know what this is, but I do this HTML stuff. And she's like, oh, no, I don't know what that is. And she sounds interested and want, sounds like she wants to learn or you to tell her. Then mm. I but think it opens up. But let's say she was more her. shy and yeah. she didn't say, oh, I don't know what that is. It's kind of a better position to put her in anyway. What do you mean? Like, if she doesn't know, but she's still sort of listening. If she doesn't And she know. doesn't say like, oh, I don't know what yeah. that is. It's yeah. still kind of a good, it's good thing from her, from where that will put her or do for you think her that that, for, or for him for her and for him because i think that rather than her sort of potentially being a little bit put down or upset i think it's better if she doesn't speak up because you were saying uh, that the, the negative side of right. that is that she doesn't know what it is and she's too afraid to say something i still think that's a better position right right, right. Sure. I heard it be okay in. yeah so how about this is a question instead so let's say um like i build websites for a living and she asked me what I do for a living. I'm like, well, have you have you ever built a website before? That's a good Is way to better? start it. So it, it's like, uh, so did you did you use WordPress? And then I can keep asking questions like, oh wait, you write HTML? Oh well, you're really gonna understand what I do. See that so, I like. Yeah, right, that so, is so much better. Right. So you can you can start by like the end thing that you do, you know, and then uh, and then like breaking it down, figuring out where she's at, and then speak to that level. Would that be kind of more? Yes, because right, cool. no matter what you you. You were talking to me or her as, have you ever built a website is, I'm having a tough time with words today, but like, it's like, it's not, it's not insulting. It's a common question. Do you have a website? Did you build it or does someone build it for you? Yeah, right. That's, that's Did you use a web builder or whatever, you know? Anyway, I was trying to make a point about something. I can't really like pinpoint what it is, but yes, that's a much better way of asking that question because I, I feel like the, do you know how to... I like what Kristen was saying. You assume that they do and you assume that they're super intelligent. Like you work that, from that point. And yeah. that feels good to women. Right. And the ha- have you ever is is definitely less um, – that's, that's less ego-driven. Do you know how to? If you don't, you can feel – you know, not yeah. to, or if you do know how to, you can feel insulted as well and just yeah. in a different way. Right. But have you ever is an experiential question. Yeah. So it's, it's not, uh, it's like you, it, you, it I'm assuming you're smart enough to do this. Right. Have you ever done this? Right. Yeah. That's where it's coming from. That's right. a little bit of a difference. Oh, yeah. that was a good, 
It's a good discovery. Yeah. Yes, a very right. good discovery. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have I have a question from one of our, our listeners. Uh, Dear Marnie and friends, I stumbled upon your podcast a mere month ago and have binged it seemingly nonstop. I would appreciate your advice in the situation I find myself in. I am currently in the process of moving to the my dream town, and with me comes my financial practice. With the practice in mind, I have periodically visited the town many times in the last few months to network and plan the move. On one of my one of those visits, I met a woman who was our bartender. I figured she'd make a great contact since bartenders know a lot of people, and she's uh, round about my age. I'm 25, she's 21. Many visits and multiple one-on-one meetups, phone calls, and texts later, I'm hopelessly infatuated with her. We have everything in common, and it's very easy to be around her. She called me once, and we were literally on the phone for three hours. Sounds great, right? I have three issues here. I'm eight hours away for the next two months until I'll be able to move in October. Number two, I believe she's seeing someone. She insists they're not a thing and her status is single, but this other guy's mom keeps tagging her in pictures with his family. I think her, she, his, his name's Farheed. <laughs> she grew up in a broken home, as did I, so I get longing for family environments. Frustrated ones I asked, do you uh, love him or simply love his family? She never answered the question, only stared at me in silence, and I could tell she thought on it for a while. We've seen each other since, and the question has been... Of no consequence. In fact, she has not. Uh, she has since stated she's into him. Okay. Number three, my last relationship ended terribly because of me. I was previously in a very stressful position within the aviation industry and turned to drugs to cope with it. I possessed um, an addiction to cocaine for 17 months and ended the addiction Sunday, January 15th, 2017, when rattled with an air emergency Ooh. while under the influence. What's that movie with, uh, with uh, what's his name? Jason Bourne, I don't know. No. Leonardo DiCaprio. No, black dude. Denzel Washington. What was that movie? Flight. Flight. Yeah. Okay. That's an easy yeah. How did I not get flight? <laughs> it was on a plane. You know, there's a plane. <laughs> no. I don't know. There, was, They're flying. there were wings. Oh, flight, right. But there's a movie, Flight, where he's a, whatever, he's a, on he's drugs. And oh, really? The plane flips upside down, but he handles it. And oh, oh, really? Have you ever seen the movie? No, but the drugs helped. No, but he—he's—he—he was a good pilot. Okay, okay. Oh Jesus! But that scene, oh, that plane upside down, that vision, oh, nightmares, 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 nightmares. Anyway, see this now. Since then, I have started a very successful business, traveled more than ever, and have really turned my life around, which is amazing. But I'm still dealing with shit in my head from all of that. I don't think my mind is ready for a relationship, but my gut tells a different story Mm. with this girl. I have not told her about this part of my past year, so I guess the question is. Should I pursue this now, being eight hours away? Sounds like you kind of already are. Um, Should I wait and run the risk of allowing her and this other guy becoming a thing? If I wait, how do I plant seeds for the future? Should I pursue it all and risk the contact in the community? Am I even ready to pursue? I'm all sorts of fucked up with this. Thank you for your input, Brian. That is hard because when you go somewhere new, going into it in a relationship, you can't really explore what the town or the place really has to offer because, you know, like when I moved to LA, I immediately was in a relationship. And Mm. so I didn't know LA as a single person. And then breaking up was very difficult and, you know, becoming my own person was very difficult. So on one hand, I want to say to advise Brian that if you do get into a relationship, whether it's with this girl or some other girl, quickly to be sure that you maintain your own life right. and free time and, right. and build your own single scene, even though you're not single. Right. So, he, But I want I wanted to hear what you had to say. So he's moving to that area in two months where yeah. the bartender is? In, in October. October. In, so in, yeah, in two, October. Okay. So I'm going to give the advice from along the lines of like he wants this girl and like what he should do uh, you know, for that. Um, so she's with this other guy, so you don't want to chase too hard. You don't want to be that guy that's like breaking people up. You don't want to be another man's nightmare. Like that's like be respectful of, of men in dating as well. Yeah. Um, but she's not committed to him. You're still in the game. So like how do you do that appropriately, right? And so the, the – And especially the, from a long distance. Especially from a long distance. So it's uh, – I would say don't chase her but shine in her direction. And so, like, allow her to see how great you are through the way that you're inter- interacting with her. One of the most, uh, one of the most, uh, like, downplayed ways of com- communication is, it's a terrible way to put it, but uh, is FaceTiming. 
Like I have, I've, I have guys. Like you get her phone number, you do not call her. You Facetime her. Five minute Facetime is like, is like, I'm all about it. Where it's like, hey, I had a moment between you know this and that, and, the, and I just want to see how your day was. If you surprise a girl with a Facetime though, her makeup's not done. I, that guy that I was saying was a good mm-hmm. dancer. He would Facetime me occasionally, and because he was full of confidence, so he's like, I'll just Facetime yeah. her. And he knew how much I liked him, but I didn't have my makeup on, so I answered the Facetime once and just put the phone over there yeah. and was like, I can't. I can't. Oh, but that's so. Do you that's tell even her? Better. That's even better. That's that's even better. Right. Like, okay. yeah, right. Let, her, let her be shy in your presence, and that's yeah. that's again. I talk about like the emotional hurricanes, right? It's like I'm super shy. I don't have my makeup. You stand in that. You let her know, hey, that's cool. If you don't want to stand in front of the camera, but I'm giving you my face because I want you to see me. Yeah, that's cute. You know, and so like again, you completely be you. Give her space to to being her, but don't back down who you are because of whatever you know. She's okay. Fine, I'll call you on the phone. No, but stay on the Facetime. You can keep it face up. You can look at me from an angle, you know, like yeah. this. And and you know, so the the five minute Facetime is is huge. Like just keep in contact with her. If and she's, that's what it's, it sounds like he's doing already. Although there was what that one part that said that she is into him now. So, right. I wonder what she said to reveal that. But yeah, we don't know. Right. So, and then another thing is like, you need to avoid the friend zone then because like two months, you're not really going to be able to be in her physical presence. So there's no like touching. There's no like, like serious eye gazing. I mean, there, there can be in the FaceTime. It's one of the advantages. But of it's it. not the same thing. No. And no. she's also announcing to you, now I'm into him. That's, that's a shift and it, it shows you where she's at as well, I think. Right. So I wouldn't talk too much about the relationship. If she wants to bring it up, okay. But I would stick to like me and you, like, what do you got going on in your life? And again, let her know what it's like to be with you you know when you're in a relationship you know after work you give each other a call and you, you talk about it or on the weekends or like whenever you're you have free time you catch up on your day you know you talk about the challenges that are that are coming up you talk about something cool or funny that happened like let her get into that flow but you also have to remember like you are there to be her man not to be her friend so you still need to maintain a certain level of sexuality a certain level of like romance the you know a certain level of like complimenting her um, in a way that's not just like, hey, you're really cool and really nice, but like, no, like you're you're beautiful, you're radiant. There's something about you. Like my mind is telling me I'm not ready for a relationship, but you're making my the butterflies in my stomach dance. Ooh, I like so, that. Like, so he he mentioned that they're both from broken homes, mm-hmm. and is there anything that he could do to maybe? She probably wants to be taken care of in a way because sure. she was never taken care of, probably. So is there anything that he can do to express that he could? provide not in a way of like here's money and you know be like a sugar daddy but what can he do to be like i will not be a broken person in your life yeah you got to get into that conversation first a lot of guys like want to like let a woman know that like oh i'll take care of you i'll pay attention to you and like tell her as opposed to showing her like you want to demonstrate over saying you know all the time so Mm -hmm. get into those conversations about your like bring up your past be vulnerable in bringing up kind of how you grew up and stuff then that's going to open up the door for her to talk about it and then you can talk about like how that shapes the way that you are in a relationship and so it's like you know since i came from a broken home my parents were divorced you know there was there was a lot of fighting in my relationships i really tried to um like preemptively talk about things so we don't kind of you know heat up too much because you know it's really important to have that emotional stability and again, that's what I mean, shining in her direction, not mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll be so good to you. I'll take care of you. Like that's, you know, yeah, yeah. Just dudes jerk being, off motion. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. They couldn't <laughs> see that, but you get it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's wonderful. I think that's really good advice for Brian. Oh, so one other thing I was going to say, what if he does get there and she's like madly in love with this guy, even though they've been having great conversations the entire way through, they're getting intimate. What does he do then? Uh, you got to accept that. You have to, and you need to have the confidence that you can create whatever relationship you want to create. And there, um, you know, no one's ever going to hit your 100% ideal. Like if you made the ideal girl in a computer simulation, no one's going to match that. But there are women that are that are close and that are available and want that too. And you need all of those things. And she's simply not available. There's nothing that you can do about that. You can maintain being her friend, meaning uh, which I think would be a benefit, it, absolutely, to him, especially abs- if they've built up that much over over their conversations. And especially if he's coming to a new town and she's a bartender, she knows yeah. people. You transition the relationship to where you're still like you know caring and considerate and loving, but you change the, the nature of it. Of like, okay, well, if you've got a man, 
I'm going to step aside from that role. And now let's be friends. Like introduce me to your girlfriend. Yeah, invite or, me out. Yeah. We go to parties. Exactly. exactly. Be my wing girl. We talked a long exactly. time ago about one-itis. Yeah. Don't let oh. it become a one-itis situation. Yes. There's other people out there. I actually saw a funny tweet recently. Someone wrote, you know, the phrase is plenty of fish in the sea. Right. Someone wrote like, there's plenty of fish in the sea that will also hate you, <laughs> which I loved. But just know that there's a bunch of other people out there. That, yes, you know, absolutely. You don't want to limit yourself. Town in anyway. yeah. And it's nice if you do happen to have a, a good friend right. that's there that can show you the way. Absolutely. And, and this is where I talk about guys burning the bridge. Oh, she's got a boyfriend. Forget Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it's like, Three no. Three months wasted. It, it, exactly. Exactly. Like, uh, you know, every relationship you have can be mutually beneficial where, where um, you know, she's getting a lot out of it and so are you. And a lot of guys are binary. It's like, you know, is she going to bang me or is she not? If she's not, yeah, get to the side. Where it's like when you really, when you really love women as like, as like women, kind of like the way you love, you know, children as children, the way again, you love your feet. Again the, children. <laughs> we get and, it. And, 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 and love FBI's like. FBI's at the door. Yeah, and love your friend, like your, your homies, like your homies, you know, just because like you're, you're just, just because you're another guy, like we're going to, we're going to be friends. Like you should have that attitude about all people mm-hmm. and figure out like, okay, if I, if I'm not having the desired relationship with you, then what type of relationship can we have, can we have? where it works? What am know? I okay with? Yeah. Because the thing is, is that at the end of the day, like you can listen to all of these this advice, but if Brian, if you realize you're like, I just, I can't, I can't shift this, mm-hmm. I can't tweak it, I have to start fresh some other way, it's not for me, then you have to go with that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But don't do it because of stubbornness. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's obviously benefits mm-hmm. to seeing her a different way. Well, that was an excellent show. And I want people to check out your program. So people who are listening, I want you to go check out Spencer. I want you to go spend two hours with him and his team working on your conversation skills, finding out ways to meet women, places to meet women, how to ask for her number. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Winggirlmethod.com slash Omega. You were wonderful. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you for very much. Me. I'm glad that you flew in for this. I thought uh, you were going to be a dud. I am too. Oh, what? Yes. No. <laughs> I didn't at all. You came highly recommended. Oh. From Josh. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I did I did this uh, Facebook Live thing. Yeah. And Josh was on that Facebook Live watching it. Yeah. And he is like the Mr. Comment mentor. He, it's so amazing. He, it was like constant amazing feedback yeah. from him. And then he wrote to me afterwards and said, I want to introduce you to somebody wonderful if you're open to it. Anyway, it was a great introduction. So Josh, if you are listening, thank you very much for this introduction. Yeah. You are wonderful. Winggirlmethod.com slash Omega. Kristen. This is our last live show I together. Know. We've been doing be this for years. And for I will so be back. Long. We'll probably end up doing some live shows, yeah. you know, when I come visit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just need the change. I need to just, you know, so refresh. We just mastered this. We just mastered the sound after well, so long. I know. <laughs> well, it's funny because uh, now that I'm leaving, I have this whole week. It's just packed full of so much stuff. So right now uh, I have to leave and go interview mm. for my other podcast, a guy named Peter Melman, who basically wrote 40 to 50% of the Seinfeld episodes. No. So I am so nervous and excited right now. John Cohen from Wondery, uh, or no, actually Christine Blackburn knew him because she does a storytelling show at the Improv and he's been a a judge on it and I've done the show a few times. So anyway, John said, oh, Christine knows because they know what a Seinfeld fan fan I am. So before I'm leaving, I'm like, you know, it's it's a good send off to finally... As I'm, I've been here for ten years. Oh wow! Yeah. To and I'm obsessed with Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Imagine if like you were I, interviewing Seinfeld. That would be the no. Well, that's the that's the that's the dream. That's the the dream. next one step. day, yeah, that's the next step. But um, I'm going to his actual home. Wow! And so anyway, I'm very excited. So if anyone wants to listen to the episode, it might be up. Um, it will be because this is. Oh well, this is going to come out later. Yeah. yeah. So this that'll be up. But yeah, secret. We don't mentally chill podcast. The week of our show. What? I said it's a secret. Oh, we don't record the week of our show. <laughs> Sometimes we do when we, we don't have any. When we're <laughs> ill-prepared. Yes, exactly. But when we're doing well, we have a bunch. Yes. But so, yes. So it's, but it's I mean, it sad. is this, we've been doing this for so long together, but yeah. we're still doing it. But we'll it. still do it. And we'll, we'll figure out a way to see each other's faces. We'll do it on like Zoom or something or I don't know. I'll if have anybody to put has the, suggestions. I'll, but I'll have to face the camera at the ceiling because I, I don't know. have my makeup on. That's true. We well, don't have makeup on now. You're still so pretty. Thank you. If anybody who is listening has suggestions on ways that we can still keep the quality of our show, um, let us know. Yeah, well, <laughs> write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com <laughs> and tell. No yeah, asking. Tell us now. Telling. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I know that Trip does um, does Skype. 
I don't it, want to hear what tripped. No, I'm just right, yeah. So, well, so I I did a number of of them with him on Skype, um, and also I know that people use Zoom as well. That, those are like we, the two the main ones. A couple of times we we've used Zoom. We tried Zoom before, and something didn't and it work kept out. Cutting out, it kept we cut were, out a bunch. We're talking to somebody in Australia. It was the fucking oh, yeah. Australians, uh, yeah. maybe. <laughs> when when this is sorry for everyone but listening. This is yeah. this is insider talk. But yeah. when Trip does it, does he have? the guest or the other person have a microphone? Yes. Okay. So that's it, the thing was we, we really have to be hardcore and say you need a microphone. Yeah. So yeah. the best thing for that is to use plugged in uh, headphones. Oh, you uh, can with, use that as with, a mic? With a mic and it's super clear. So, okay. um, yeah, so that's what, that's what I would suggest that you do. If they don't have a mic. Anyway, Kristen, this is very sad for me. It is There's sad. a lot of change going on in my life. There's a lot of change going on in your life, but they think this is a great this change for you. And this is still going to be consistent for anybody out there, as long as you tell us how to do this. <laughs> 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 All right. You guys are awesome. We will see you 